Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, 403, welcome back to our show. It is time for our weekly visit with Oregon coach Dan Lanning, who is once again prompt. Uh, however, uh, we were not. We're late. We're running behind. I blame uh, Chip Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. I don't know. Or Buckley, someone, not us. It wasn't What's our fault. How, how's it going, Coach? I'm doing great. Must be an exciting show. Things going on a little bit over, right? That's, yeah. That's the deal. Yeah. That is the deal because the boss is always complaining to us about, you know, you got to be on time. You got to be on Guys, you got to be on time. Well, my point is if we're, we're, we have a kick ass conversation going, why do we got to be on time? That's called ratings, when baby. you're on fire, you're on fire, right? You don't yep. leave on a heater, right? That's right. You can't go to commercial break on a heater. That's right. Respect the streak. That's right? right. Jeff Austin, I hope you're listening to the great Dan Lanning. Thank you. Thank you. All right, now, yeah. Coach, I got to ask the tough question, though. You know, it's... Hit me. What's up with the punt? I mean, <laughs> really? I mean, we'll, I mean, let's... What kind yeah. of offensive performance is that? I thought we were going no yeah, punts. We got to get it together. <laughs> yeah, no, um... Yeah, hey, look, we don't ever want to punt. So I, I hope any of the um, you know future punters that we're recruiting aren't listening right now. But um, yeah, it's not something we want to make a make a living doing. So being able to do it just once is is a pretty good trend. Hopefully, we can uh, continue to work on that. Now, if the punter only gets in there once and his punt is thirty-seven yards, does he get a break for mm-hmm. that, or must that one punt be better? No, yeah, it's got to be better when you're yeah. when you're. Uh, when your number's called, you got to answer. Yeah. Well, we, I feel bad for him. Like, that's a lot of downtime. There needs to be some, like, he's worried about pulling a hammy. I mean, you can't sit around for two and a half hours and then be thrown into action like that. That's, a, that's <clears throat> tough circumstances. It is, but it's the job, right? You got to stay ready. That's right. Well, you've always said, like, there's no such thing as a perfect game. And I'm sure going back and looking at film, you can nitpick some stuff. But is that about as close as, as you're, you're going to find in a college ball game to your offense? I'm not saying perfect, but is 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 there a lot you can nitpick about this? It looked really good. Well, I, th- I thought our coaches did a good job of finding some things that we definitely can improve on, and um, yeah, there's certainly a lot of things that we pointed out that we can we feel like we can do better. Now, were there a lot of great things that happened in the game? Absolutely, but uh, certainly some some moments of growth for us. Didn't hear you after the game. Um, I'm sure you've talked about it, but explain the um, onside kick decision. What what went into that? You know, every every week we look in special teams to see if there's, you know, an advantage somewhere, um, one place or another, where we feel like we can maybe uh, steal a possession. And that was one that we had identified early in the week. Felt like it might be something that was there and um, felt like the possessions really mattered in this game. You know, this is one of these games where, you know, normally at the beginning of the game we've deferred and been able to steal a possession there, kind of going in the second half. You feel like you end up with two, especially when you can end up you know, finishing off the first half with the ball and then getting it back in the second half. And we knew, you know, right after the coin toss that we weren't going to be getting the ball uh, in the second half like we had in the past. But we also knew that we had that kind of up our sleeves. So 
uh, being able to steal that possession allowed us to finish with the ball at the end of the half and score right there before uh, the end of the half and also kind of get a 14-point swing there in the middle of the game. Yeah, it did. It felt like two heavyweights just swinging at each other, and and that certainly did feel like when they got when you guys got up by two scores, it, it kind of put them in a hole. It never really felt like uh, it, it felt like you guys were in control of the game from that point forward. It would certainly feel the. Did you feel like that was the turning point? I, I think it was something that you know you, you always look for momentum swings in football, and that was uh, that was a momentum swing that definitely played in our favor. I don't know. It's not like they stopped playing or didn't try after that, but it's just hard when you get down 14. It changes the way you have to play a little bit and, and uh, certainly give us a, an advantage. You, you can play the game differently when you do have a, a lead like that. This is uh, Oregon coach Dan Lanning who joins us here on The Fan every uh, Thursday at 4. The offense in college football this season is, is certainly exciting. I'm talking about just college football in general. You guys as well. You're a defensive guy. How do you explain where defense, you know, how defense has changed in college football? It sort of feels like a new normal now. If you give up less than 30, like you're you're lauded as a defense it seems. What what is happening in college football that has created such offense? Well, there's you know, the game has just become harder and harder to defend. It, you know, there's a lot of really great coaches out there and when you talk about dealing with really great talent, um different different modes of play, tempo, um, you know, I think everybody would agree that officiating has definitely slided a little bit towards the def- or towards the offensive side of the ball at times too. Um, and you know, all those things add up to higher scoring games. But that doesn't change, you know, our thought at least for what the, the standard of performance would be. And I think that's somewhere we hope to continue to grow there defensively. Is it? I mean, you've heard this too, like the difference between NFL and college, just the time being able to spend. And I know in college they do limit how much you know you you can spend with your kids. Is it just easier to kind of scheme offense and drill offense in the time you have then defense? Is, is that a part of it, or is that, you know, not a, not a thing? No, I think that's, that sounds like an excuse to me to say you can't play as good a defense. I mean, now, reasons that there's higher scoring games in college football than there is in the NFL is, I don't know how many college games you guys watch, but in my opinion, you don't see very many anymore where teams huddle up, you know, and yeah. they come out and they snap the ball with five seconds left, you know, and we were able to do that a little bit in the third quarter. And what you notice is there weren't as many points scored right in that quarter because they didn't have the ball and we did for 15 plays. Right. So that happens a lot more common in the, you know, in the NFL, it's not a tempo game where in college there's, there's a lot more of a, you know, a tempo game, but we get the same amount of time on defense as offenses get to prepare each week. So um, you got You got to do a good job. We were talking with Reese Davis, uh, the game days guys uh, last week. And he, he was kind of saying that he thought, offensive players coming out of high school were ahead of defensive players. Do you think that that's true with the seven-on-seven and all the stuff that they're doing in high school? Well, I do think that the game's evolved a lot, and I do think there's less and less. I mean, I think the same thing's happening in the NFL. There's less and less of an emphasis of tackling and fundamental technique, um, you know, in high school and and even in college football because we're trying to make sure we're smart as coaches and are protecting players, but that's obviously going to lead to more missed tackles. Um, But, yeah, having the – the summer um, events and summer work that these guys are able to get in seven-on-seven seven leagues, those things, it certainly helps. Um, but I don't know if it's an advantage for one side or the other. Uh, just sticking with that, I mean, the last one I'm going to ask you about this, we won't spend the whole time, but, you know, you having recruited down south and now you're kind of going out west, you know, is there a difference when you're approaching, you know, a, a, a two-way star in, in high school? Is there a, a difference in you, – you, you hear that, and I don't know if there's any reality to it, that people down south, you know, may be more inclined to play corner or – as as opposed to receiver or running back than what you see down in Texas or out west, and 
is there anything to do that or, or how do you decide or, or does you give the kid a choice? What goes into deciding whether you're going to be a receiver or a DB or a running back or a linebacker? Yeah, a lot of questions there, but I guess <laughs> I would just say whichever one you're best at is the one we're going to try to, you know, utilize. However you can get on the field the fastest and obviously it's got to be something the player, you know, wants to do, but most of the guys we're recruiting were pretty clear and open-minded with where we see them fitting. Oh, what's Cal bringing to the table? What are you up against? Yeah, you know, they're um, you know really sound on defense. They do a great job on that side of the ball. Coach Wilcox, Coach Sherman, they do a great, you know, they, they don't beat themselves, right? That's really consistent. You watch them play, and they're often in the right defensive call. Um, they're obviously well coached. All those things really show up for them on offense. They have the ability to throw the ball, um, and they've done that at games, and then they've had games where they ran the ball really well. So I think they have a balanced attack. Um, that you have to get in a rhythm, and they have weapons. You know, there's there's players on the roster that will be NFL players. So it's a good challenge. Obviously, it's an away game. I think we still haven't played our best away game on the road, so it's one that we want to go attack. Yeah, big hyped game last week. You know, I'm sure you saw this at Georgia a lot. What do you what do you tell the team to avoid a letdown this week? Yeah, we're not – I mean, I, I, we don't spend a lot of time on that. We want to go play our best game, right? And – uh, any given Saturday, I think we've all turned on the the clicker or you know the, followed the ticker before and seen scores that didn't necessarily make sense to you. This team is very capable of beating us if we don't play our best game. So we got to go out here and we got to go perform. Yeah, college uh, especially we've we've seen these these games as you get to the end of the year. The road games can be nightmares. What is it about you know a, a road trip um, in, in college that they can be? Uh, why is it so much difficult? Uh, more difficult than playing at home. Yeah, familiarity versus, you know, the unknown. And, and there's so many things where you just go on the road that are somewhat unknown that you don't control, right? But you have to focus in on the things that you can control. And that's what we try to pride ourselves on um, within our program. And, um, you know, when you go good a good job, there's also some benefits to playing in, in uh, you know, a visiting environment. That can be a lot of fun at times, too. So I'm, I'm excited to see our guys, you know, when their feet hit the ground in California, their approach as we approach the game and, and go from there. How old are your kids? Your kids 12, 11, and 9. I got that right. You see? That's pretty good. <laughs> that's All an right. important one. Yeah. <laughs> you, that's you, an important one. Yeah. yeah. The one that throws me off, and I hope this doesn't sound wrong, is when people ask me what grade they're in. You know, because there's always the, like, the summer, like, I was a third grader, but now I'm going to be a fourth grader, vice versa. And it takes me a while to get rid of them, right. which one we're actually in. hope that doesn't sound bad, but 12, 11, and 9. No, it doesn't. Pretty that, good at that part. Grades are tricky, I think. Now, what are they for Halloween? Is, the, is that still a thing? Are you going to get some time with them? It is. It is a thing. And I kind of was asking myself today, like, okay, you're 12. Like, when is it too – like, right. how long is too long? And I think the free candy is just too enticing to these dudes yeah. to pass up. Yeah. So we have a zombie, um, a wizard, and a scary clown at our house right now. Okay. All right. Now, how much input did you have or did you just get told that this is what the costumes are going to be? Yeah, yeah, I don't have a lot of input. <laughs> so my wife, for a long time, you know, my wife Sophia, she she's always tried to get me to to dress up, and I just that's not that doesn't fall in the cards. She <laughs> we signed up, you know, for this a long time ago, and that's not something I'm going to do. But she's always wanted me to be Aladdin, and she could be Jasmine, and I don't have the six pack for it. You know what I mean? If I had a six pack, yeah. this would be a different story. I'd probably be walking around every day like Aladdin. Hilarious. But that's uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not a dress up. I, I enjoy so the walk around. The neighborhood deal, you know, that's fun. Yeah, I I am so with you on that. I just, I feel like, 
I don't know what it is. Maybe it's our Midwest sensibilities, but I, I always tell people I don't dress up because I'm an adult. You know, I, I just like it. Does, it's a it's a weird thing to me. But uh, will you? I, I you know I envy the dad that does though. Like I sound like that's a cool dad. I, I just haven't been able to pull it off. You know. Well, you could go as Dan Lanning, the uh, head coach at Oregon. Are you going to be out there Monday night, walking with the kids and stuff? I don't know if I'll be able to make it to the streets uh, Monday night, but they do a cool event. They actually just did it, uh, you know, up here at, at our campus where they have some stuff around, um, you know, the, the center there, the, the, the university uh, area where our kids can go out and go walk oh, around. So good. that's something we get to be a part of. But Monday is usually a pretty big prep, prep day. I'm sure I'll find some time to pass out a little bit of candy, though. I love it. Oh, that'd be cool. You little kid walking up to a house and ring the doorbell, and it's Dan Lanning that opens the door? That's great. They'll probably have to walk to the HDC. Um, yeah, they'll probably have to get there to the Hatfield Downing oh, to find me that no. night. But okay. I'll have a bucket of candy ready Good. in case they do. Okay. Working hard. Now, last one. Uh, what is the Dan Lanning candy power ranking? What's number one? Ooh, great question. Um, it's hard to go wrong with a Reese's. You know, I think that's got to be- that's got to belong at the top. Yeah. Um, blue blood. I'm a gummy guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like I like the the gummy worms. I mean, I don't know if that normally comes as a, uh, you know, as a a trigger treat item, but yeah, I'd say Reese's is probably number one. Love it. All right, uh, thank you, Coach. Good luck in uh, the Bay. We'll talk to you next week. All right, have a good one. Okay, you too, Dan Lanning. Every every uh, Thursday at four. The Reese's peanut butter cup seems like I mean he's he's, he's a just no, so solid. He's a no nonsense. He's so right? solid, and it's just you on know, everything yeah, he's solid. The Reese's. God, I love it. I was wondering, are we going to get something way out there like a Clark bar? Not with him. No, no right, right, right down the middle. And the gummies. I love the gummies too. Yeah. Like he I, just secured his left tackle. You know. He just, what? He just secured his left tackle with his first round pick. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Some some offensive lineman recruits listening going, yeah. oh, I'm going to play for that. You know, game. you don't really get a lot of the gummy worm. Um, you get some gummy bears, but I, I don't recall many gummy worms in the uh, the Halloween basket. You know, of course, now yeah, this it's year. not a thing, is it? You know, the big one is fentanyl. I mean, I think that's going to be yeah. the number one, the rainbow fentanyl for yeah. all the kids. You got to worry about that. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah. Game at Cal. Uh, twelve thirty on Saturday. Yeah, this is one you just you know they should win. Yeah, buckle but the chin strap. You know, make you sure never know. you do what you got to do, and and this should be a win. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.